0: welcome to Mount Vigil. I'm Anthony. And I'm Blaine. And this episode of the Mount Vigil podcast is sponsored by the Dodge Motor Company.
1: We are sitting in my truck in Anthony's perfectly shoveled driveway. If you have not seen Anthony's snow removal, there's just a There's a part of his personality you don't understand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For For legal reasons, I'll go back and say that this episode is not sponsored by Dodge. Following up on the snow shoveling, I used to literally get angry at my neighbor and complain to my wife that my neighbor had stolen my snow when he shoveled my walkway for me. I love shoveling snow.
1: You once offered me a snow shovel when I was late on my snow shoveling. It was a really wonderful interaction where you thought the only reason that I could have left my sidewalks unshoveled was I didn't have a <laughs> snow shovel. So you said, hey, bro, do you need a snow shovel? So <laughs> I'll, I'll get
0: you one. And you were like, shoveling snow is meaningless, bro. Hurts my back. Yeah, it's kind of rough. The- my posture's wrong. They need to make the handles longer.
1: We are coming to you with an announcement, with an, some encouragement, and with prayer as per usual. Ant-Man, where should we start? The announcement.
0: Let's start it just giving the straightforward overview and then we'll maybe get into it a little more. So this episode, we are here to announce. This isn't like a real full Mountain Vigil episode, it's just an announcement episode. And we are here to announce a hiatus. So we just recently finished our, I want to say two-year-long Story of God conversation, and then we did a couple of one-off episodes to celebrate Blaine's new book, The Paradise King. If you don't have it, get it. And now we are going into hiatus, which will last at least through the rest of 2023. And probably for the first few months of 24, we're not making promises on exactly when, let's say, the next season of Mount Vigil begins.
1: Correct. We are taking some time to pray. And the reason why Anthony and I, most Fridays, weather permitting, are together praying for our church, praying for you, praying for the work that we do, that Jesus would be revealed to the world through our work and in our time. And we were praying several weeks ago and felt a particular urgency in the way that Jesus began to respond, and He said, "Ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom." We took that seriously, and. Took some time, set up a daily prayer rhythm with our wives and then together as families to lean in and ask God because most of the time in the biblical story, wisdom has to do with building, whether it's an army or a temple or a nation or the cosmos. Wisdom is to be able to perceive, you know, the hidden possibilities of God's universe and to set up something new to facilitate them. And we think that's highly relevant because of the state of the church right now and the kind of things that may be needed to resource the people of God in an end game, It was our second show, and it remains true that we are operating in a very unique strategic environment, in a very difficult time for multiple reasons. And because that's true, we respond differently in some ways as the followers of Jesus.
0: That's good. We are recording this conversation on the first Sunday of Advent 2023 and here in an hour we will be gathered together with all of all of the house churches of our church together in one house to celebrate Advent. And my my hope for you Mount Vigil audience, all of our the community built up around this conversation is that this sense of end game that it would be Permeating your Advent season. Because Advent, which means arrival, is about more it's it's more about looking forward to the return of Christ than it is about remembering the incarnation of Jesus, though. It's about both. And what we what we will be doing throughout this season is meeting together in small as a small band of people in a house and telling stories and singing songs and drinking Glog and worshiping Jesus and reminding each other that Jesus is coming soon. Uh, That really is the theme of this entire project that we call Mount Vigil. And uh, yeah, I hope that you really enjoy this season. I might actually send out some resources for for celebrating Advent that my community has been enjoying, just so you have access to the scriptures and the prayers and some prompts for the season. Here are a couple of things that we are seeking wisdom about concretely not that we know all the questions we need to be asking but some of the questions we are already asking what is the next theme for our for our next mount vigil podcast series i'll give you a hint about the main direction we're, we're looking toward just to see if you have any feedback and by you i mean anyone listening to this podcast we are considering going into a series which probably would take at least two years on the body and identity I'm not sure exactly how we'll position it, what it will actually be called, but there are dozens, if not hundreds, of questions to discuss around theology of the body and sexuality and identity and all kinds of weird things like transhumanism and uh issues of life like death and food and I don't know. There's there's so many different ways we could go. We think the body as the the body as a loci of reality and of engagement with God. Is incredibly important, especially in the context of Endgame that we've described. If you don't know what that's about, go back and listen to that episode. It's one of the one of the important ones. So we're praying about what do we discuss next in the Mountain Vigil podcast. And there's so much more that we are that's on the table. We are um, seeking some fundraising. So some of the the projects that we are dreaming about are sort of ambitious and require a lot more time and a lot more effort and um, help that, you know, skill sets beyond those that we um, have. And so, yeah, we're seeking some fundraising during this time. What else is, what else is, can we ask for prayer about?
1: We're also asking about some Hail Marys, meaning in the kind of sports gigantic throw that Jesus may invite us to throw. You know, if you follow this podcast that We're both interested in the state and health of the church around the world, and that we're really intrigued by the fact that two things are happening right now. In the West, there is what sociologists call a population collapse, where the normal gears of culture stop functioning properly because you're in a time of catastrophic decline. Across the developed world, it's normally about 50% over the last 20 years. About half of practicing Christians have walked away from faith in Jesus in the West. You can look at Barna's State of the Church data on that. You can look at the Pew, the World in Data Religion Project, which is a massive study around the world. At the same time, a wind in the house of Islam, what's going on in Iran, what's going on in Latin America, just in terms of the numbers, really could be called the largest move of God in history. And every so often, it seems to me, The Holy Spirit directly converts the people. Most of the time, Jesus seems to prefer partnering with his church to reveal himself to the world. But there are exceptions. And one of those exceptions is happening right now in Dar Islam, in the House of Islam, where Jesus is just showing up. Hi, go find this person and they will tell you what you need to know. So we are on the decline side of that equation. We have friends and connections
0: that are we on that. We as the, people in the West. Sorry, yeah. yeah.
1: We as people of the West live in a context that is experiencing decline, not giant revival. And in a time of decline, there is a seriousness on the one hand and a simplicity that is required to follow Jesus. It just means discover the way, walk in it. Jeremiah six sixteen. Find the ancient paths and do them and you'll find rest for your soul. So on the one hand... Just go all in for following Jesus. Ask where he's working to bring his kingdom in your life right now. Lean in. And then as you do, he will bring more. Those are your standard operating procedures. On the other hand, in a t- when you're in a context that's experiencing decline, there is just a unique reality to the degree to which you have to imagine ambitiously with Jesus. And I'm not actually one of those people who is an Inklings fanboy, but (laughs) Anthony and I had this conversation about a week ago where I said, I found this book, it's pretty old, called The Fellowship 2015, husband-wife scholastic duo, sought out to answer two questions. One, how much did the Inklings do? Two, how much of it was on purpose? They concluded, answer to one, a lot. Answer to question two, it was on purpose. And that group, began by leaning into where God was already at work in their lives. There was a slow build, but things like inventing new genres, going on radio, working together in the way that they did, these were all deliberate experiments to display the alternative story of the gospel in a time of catastrophic decline in their context after the two great European wars. So when I read that, My soul burned and it fed into all of these other things that we've felt in our rhythms of prayer. Like, what would it look like to, as we're modeling our lives on the template of Jesus, do some more ambitious things, invent genres, make really intense spiritual formation apps that over the course of a year walk a person from the life of a late modern Western democratic capitalist (laughs) into the life of a disciple of Jesus. And at the end of 12 months, your life is completely different and you're finally seeing the fruit you've been dreaming of. And that's not only the only option on the table. And so we feel the preciousness of time in terms of what we build and how we build it. So we're seeking God for our orders in terms of what would you like us to experiment with and make to hold up Jesus and to resource his people in a difficult time.
0: That's so good. So one way of reframing everything that we've said thus far is we are really just pursuing the original mission and vision of the Mount Digital Project. And it goes like this. We, we see that we are in at the end of an age, in a period of decline. And we think that the environment will And and, and by that, I mean all aspects of life will become increasingly more challenging for the church and for those who want to follow Christ faithfully. So this project really is about, you know, like like if we succeed in what we do, there fewer people will fall away from Jesus. Um, More people who are already part of the church will find the resources that they need to remain faithful and not be led astray um, during a harsh time. And we hope that people who don't already know Jesus would come to do so.
1: Yeah, let me leave you with a quote and another blessing. In the prophetic imagination, Walter Brueggemann observed that our culture is organized against history. And he wrote this, there is a deprecation of memory and a ridicule of hope. And that means everything must be held in the now, either an urgent now or an eternal now. Either way, a community rooted in energizing memories and summoned by radical hopes is a curiosity and a threat in such a culture. When we, the church, suffer from amnesia, every form of serious authority for faith is in question, and we live unauthorized lives of faith and practice unauthorized ministries. He goes on to encourage us to be shaped by three traits in our communal life. One. To have a long and available memory that sinks the present generation deep into an identifiable past that is available in song and story. What that is, is the history of the church and the reality that Christ came. Two, there is an available sense of pain that is owned as a real fact. It is understood to be unbearable for the long term. For us as the church, that is the fact that the kingdom of God is not yet everywhere and that Jesus is absent in body enthroned at the right hand of the Father. We want him back. And then three, that there's an active practice of hope, a community that knows about promises yet to be kept, promises that stand in judgment of the present. And for us, that is the reality that Christ will come again. So we bless you going into this hiatus, into the your season of advent and expectation, uh, new year and leaning with your life into following Jesus. Just proclaim to you the mystery of faith that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again.
0: The blessing that I would like to leave you with is from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. My wife and I were just discussing this and praying this together for our people. Goodbye, Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. Yahweh turn His face toward you and give you peace. Lord, is coming, He's coming, have a song. Heart by
1: Jesus, coming back on you. Oh, the wonder world is my redeemer, Lord. Lord, I wonder why He's my redeemer, Lord.